Okay, good morning. We are Bez Hashem. We're going to talk about Chanukah today, Abalainu Lutaiva, Alanisim. We'll go through um, the Alanisim, since that's um, besides for the regular halal, but that's specific. The only specific nusach we have about what went on on Chanukah, you know, Purim, we have Alanisim plus the Megillah. The Megillah is the big. Uh, you know, the, the central point, and that's Alanisim is much shorter on Purim because we have a whole Megillah that really talks about what happened. Um, on Hanukkah, we don't have a Megillah. There's things called Megillah Santiyachas, different Midrashim like that, but it's not, you know, there's, it's not, uh, it's historical things. It's not Mamish Chazal or Kaveya that you have to lay in Megillah Santiyachas. There's no such thing like that, or the different Midrashim. Um, but um, but uh, the Alanisim, Chazal were Kaveya for us to say. So just as Akdam a little bit to what Alanisim is, it's, it's interesting that if you look in the Gemara and Shabbos, the Gemara says that, uh, Gemara says, my Hanukkah, what's Hanukkah all about? So the Gemara says that we had the Neis, and the Gemara says over there, the Chazal were Kaveya it, Asu Yomim Taivim, Bahalel Vehaida. They made Hanukkah days of a Yomtif, what type of Yomtif? Halal and Haida. So Rashi says there, Loisha Asurum Bimalacha, it's not, there's no Isr Malacha on Hanukkah, that's not the type of Yomtif they were Kaveya. Shalai Nikvu, the way it was established, is Likra is Halal, says Rashi. So Rashi says the kviyas of the Yantiv of Hanukkah was Halal and Haida. Halal to say Halal and Haida, Rashi says, means to recite Al Hanisim in Haida. So there's some brisker Torah about this. Rav Turchin, Zechariah Levracha, who was a Talmud of the Brisker Rav, he makes a machlaikas Rashi in the Rambam. Because the Rambam doesn't bring Al Hanisim anywhere in Hilchas Hanukkah. He only brings it in Hilchas Tefillah. In Hilchas Tefillah, when he talks about different additions that you say, he says, on Hanukkah you say Alanisim, and on Purim you say Alanisim. But nowhere in Hilchas Hanukkah does he mention an obligation to recite Alhanisim. So he wants to explain that according to Rashi, Rashi understands that Alhanisim was part of the Kviyas, the Takana of the Yom Tif of Hanukkah. The Yantif of Hanukkah was made as a Yantif, two things, Halal and Alhanisim. According to the Rambam, the Rambam says, listen, there's a Yantif called Hanukkah. Yantif of Hanukkah was for Halal. In effect, if I remember correctly, the Rambam actually has a different gears in the Gemara. He doesn't say Halal v'haidah. Um If I remember correctly, the Rambam is Gairis Halal v'simcha, maybe? I don't think he has... See if I can find it quickly here. There is. So the question is that one is that um, is that one thing or is it or is it two separate things? Rashi learns that it's two separate things. Let me just see if I find the Rambam here. The Rambam actually is Gairis in the Gemara. The Chazawer Kaveh Yemei Simcha VeHalal. Rashi had the Gears Halal VeHayda. The Rambam didn't have the word Hayda in there. So he wants to say, the Rambam Alder was a Kviyas of Yantav of Hanukkah. Now, just like, you know, Rishchidesh is not Rishchidesh to say Yalav Yavai. On Rishchidesh, there's a halacha, if you daven, you say Yalav Yavai. But you don't say, the yant, what is the Yantav of Rishchidesh? To say Yalav Yavai. That's not the Rishchidesh. Rishchidesh is a day that you, is the new month. Chazal said, while you're in davening on Shabbos, is Shabbos about saying Ritzei? 
On Shabbos, you say Ritzei. On Chanukah, says the Rambam, in Hilchus Tefillah, there's a halacha, you say Alanisim. But Rashi's, what? Wait, the Rambam, what if you forget to say it? It's the same halachas. You repeat it. What, what? No, no, Chazal didn't say you have to repeat it. When they put it into Tefillah, you don't have to repeat it. At night you don't have to repeat, right? During the day you do. Alanisim, you never have to repeat. This is how they were kaveya. That's how Chazal were kaveya. But it's a din in Tvila. In Tvila, there's a nusach to say an Chanukah. Rashi is saying that part of the kvius, the Chazal were misakin, the yontav of Chanukah. What is Chanukah? Chanukah is halal and alhanisim. That's 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 uh, Rav Turchin wants to say. Now Rav Rev does the Kriyin lebracha. He says in the Hoshtakal Torah from Rav Torchin, he doesn't explain Pshat in Rashi. What's Taka Pshat? Purim, Rashi doesn't hold like that. Purim is a day of Purim. It's a May of, uh, it's a May Simcha and Mishta. That's what the days are about. Ha- you have to read the Megillah. It happens to be when you daven, you say Alanisim. Rashi agrees over there that it's just a Tvila Dika Halacha. So he wants to understand what's special about Hanukkah. The Chazal saw that the Yontif itself is about Al-Hanisim. And he wants to say as follows, and he says like this, he says that really, Chazal tell us that Esther is called Soif Hanisim. It's the last of the Nisim. In fact, the Gemara Megillah, Vaika Chanukah, what do you mean? Chanukah was later. So the Gemara says, Nitain Li Kosef. Of the Nisim that were allowed to be written down in Kisvei Kaidesh. Esther is the end, because in the beginning of the second Beis HaMikdosh, that was the end of the Anshei Knesset HaGadayla, that was it, that was the end of Tanakh. Esther was the last, was the last thing, she said, Kisvoni Ludairus, write me down, that was it. So the Nase of Purim was written down in Kisvei Kaidish. Nase of Hanukkah, there's no writing, you can't write down anymore. Now, when did the Nase of Hanukkah happen, the second Beis HaMikdosh? And then, at that time, you were never allowed to write down Teresh Peh. So you say, let Chazal write down what happened, and we'll learn it as Teresh Abel Peh. Now let it write down Teresh Abel Peh. Till Rebbe came a few hundred years later, and he wrote down the Mishnah, he saw Teru was going to be forgotten. He allowed Teresh Abel Peh to be written down. But before then, you could not write down Teresh Abel Peh. The only thing you could write down is Teresh Abel But in those few hundred years of the second base Hamikdash. There was no new Teresh HaBiksav that could be written down. Tanakh was finished. Teresh HaBalpeh was not allowed to be written down. So Chazal came up and they said, we have an issue here. Even though we said yesterday, on Friday night, we said from the Yosef Lekach that there was no need for a Megillah by Hanukkah because everybody saw the Nisim, Rabbi Miyam Yatim, right? Giberim Biat Chaloshim, all these things, it was obvious. You didn't need a Megillah like by Purim. But Chazal were nervous. That's good for the first few years, first 50 years, first 100 years. But what's going to happen in 100 years? There's no Megillah to explain what happened. We have a Yantav of Hanukkah. Who knows? People might say, oh, the Chashmenayim were the Gibayrim. Of course they won, right? The Chashmenayim were the Rabbim. Of course they won. How is anyone going to remember? So you'll say, make a Megillah? We can't make a Megillah. You're not allowed to make a Megillah. So Chazal came up with a Chap. So the Chap. Chazal said, you're not allowed to write down Teresh Peh. But Tfilas? We could be Mechadish new Tfilas. We could write new Tfilas for Kla Yisrael. So Chazal came up with a Chap. The Chap, and they said, let's write down an Al Hanisim and make it part of the Kvias of Hanukkah. Not because we did it Tfilah, it's a Din in Hilchas Hanukkah. This is their way of 
pushing through a Megillah's Hanukkah. And therefore, the Chazal already in that generation, Chazal are able to see the future, what's going to happen. They saw today, everyone would say, today, everyone knows. Yeah, Chazal were already looking a few hundred years in the future. And they said, today, we're going to make ha- the Yantav Hanukkah not just to say Halal. What are you saying Halal about? We're saying Halal because we were the Gibayram and we won. We were the Rabbim and we won. No, 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 no. Say Alanisim too. That's part of Hanukkah. Say it. And you know what we're going to say there? A long Nusuch, much longer than Purim. Rabbi Mimiyarite, and we're going to say the whole thing, we're going to say in a moment, go through it, and see what Chazal were Kiveya for us, this is our Megillah on Chanukah. Alanisim, according to Rashi, was from the Iker Takanus, that's what the Yontav of Chanukah is, Halal and Haida. that's the way Chazal were able to slip under the radar a Megillah for us to be written down and say, so that we should never forget what the real nace of Chanukah actually, actually was. Purim, they didn't have to do that. Purim, there's a Megillah. Okay, there's a new halacha when you dive and you say something about the Nisim that Hashem said. But that's not from the Iker Takana of the Yontif. So now we know that Allah Nisim is the Megillah of Hanukkah. So now we have to understand what it says. This is it, right? Of course, you like the Neiris and all these types of things. You say halal, but this is the Megillah of Hanukkah. So we say, So we talk about what happened here in the days of Matisyo ben Yochanan Kohen Gadol? Chashmonai Uvanov was Chashmonai just the name of the family, or is Chashmonai a person unto himself? The Gemara, and you look at the Gemara Megillah. The Gemara says when it talks about who Hashem set up for Klal Yisrael in uh, in the times of Yavan, it says Chashmonai as if that was his name. And we even, as we talked about it, in the, we quoted the Yosef Lekach Friday night also, he kept on saying, Chashmanai, Chashmanai. There, there, according to one gear, so there was a person named Chashmanai. It wasn't just a family. There was a person named Chashmanai Uvana. So, in those days, what happened? Kishamda Malchus Yovan Harisha'a. Harisha'a is a key word here. Malchus Yovan Harisha'a. Why? And we mentioned this by Shalashudis yesterday as well. The Yavanim were Chachamim Gedailim. They were very, very smart people. And they were also big historians. And Ke'ilu, they said to themselves the following. They said, listen, a lot of people started up with Kla Yisrael. Recently, Nebuchadnezzar started up with Kla Yisrael. Nebuchadnezzar, what did he do? Nebuchadnezzar was a destroyer. He was known in the world. Destruction. He was well known. That's what he did. He went through the whole world and he just wreaked havoc and he plundered. He was a machriv. Machriv, he burnt down the base on Migdash. If you think about it, and they were like very refined, you know, uh, architecture, which Meshugana goes, the base on Migdash was a beautiful building. Istama, uh, you know, a wild uh, maniac, Nebuchadnezzar, goes and destroys the base on Migdash. And then you have Haman, Anacha fool, Haman. Haman, he's going to go, Lahashmi, Lahargalabi, go destroy hundreds and thousands, millions of people. Oh, it's also, these are like, these are like the, uh, you know, the Vikings. These are like the, you know, people, backwards people. This is not, that's not the Mahalach. That's not the Mahalach. These are backwards people. So they came along with the Chachma. They came along with the Maradika Chachma. And they said, no, we're going to keep the base Hamikdash around. You know what we're going to do? We're going to be metameh mebifnim. We're going to go inside and be metameh the Beis Hamikdash, and we're going to say we're improving it, upgrades to the Beis Hamikdash. All these backward stuff they're doing in there. It's time for an upgrade to the Beis Hamikdash, an upgrade to the Avodah. They come. We're going to, you know, we're bringing the world to to to, to progress, right? This is growth in the world. This is moving forward from the old the olden times and the ages. We're not going to be considered macharivim. We're not destroyers. Adarabah. We're renewing things. We're 
we're, we're, we're giving a new facelift to the Beis HaMikdash. Klai Yisrael, you think we're going to destroy Klai Yisrael? No. Klai Yisrael also. We're going to teach them what it means to be smart people, get out of the old times. And of course, we're going to make gazeras also. I'm all, you got to, you know, you got to take the horse to the water, you know what I mean? You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to give a little incentive to it. But you know what we're doing over here? Because look at their mitzvahs. Their mitzvahs are crazy. These things are not real. There's Teva in the world, there's nature in the world, right? The, the Rambam, the Ramban writes. Aristoi Hayavani, he calls him. Aristoi, he calls him Hayavani Harasha, or something like that. He says, the Rambam says, that those who follow Aristoi Hayavani, which is Aristotle, which is Chachmas Yavon, that's those times, those people, all they believe in, if you could feel, touch, and see it, it exists. Anything beyond that is non-existent. We live in a world of Ruchnias. All this is fake. The stuff we feel and touch is all the fake world. We live in a world of Ruchnias. We live in a world of understanding this beyond what you see, right? But they say that's not normal. You can go dive into the Banishan to make Nisim. Where's the Teva? Everything is Teva. Everything is nature. So listen, they do barbaric things. They do Brismila. What are you not working on Shabbos? What are you not working on Shabbos? How are you going to make a living if you don't work on Shabbos? What do you mean? Because you believe that there's something out there who's going to give you bracha? I don't see any bracha showering down. Whereas it doesn't, money doesn't grow on trees, right? There's no hole in the ceiling, the f- bills fall. Are you crazy? That's, so they said, we got to teach them to get out of this, uh, you know, dream world that they live in. There's a real world here. That's the Chachmas Hayavanim. So they said, okay, listen, we might have to do some punishments. You know, they might have to suffer, suffer if they do these things. But we're really teaching them what the, what, the, what the proper thing is. We're really teaching them what's considered progress, what's considered enlightenment. We're not going to be considered, history is not going to consider us achzarim, consider us as achzarim, as cruel people. They're going to consider us as the people who enlighten the world. But as now Chazal tell us, Chidekel, when we talked about in, in, um, in Bereshis, the different rivers over there, Chidekel is referring to Malchus Yavan. They were sharp and they were light. What's it a muscle to? You have a, a person has to get a, a shot, right? Or, or blood drawn from them, from them. So what do you do? Use a very, very sharp needle. And you have, you have a good uh, phlebotomist who knows how to stick it in well. You don't even feel it. You don't feel it going in. It's so sharp. It's so quick. It's chad vikal. Till your blood starts being taken out or whatever has to be done, then all of a sudden things, you know, you start realizing that something pricked you for that moment. And that was the Gzeira of Chachmas Yavan. They didn't come with destruction like the other ones. It wasn't with Churban. They came with a Chachma. They're going to insert themselves very quickly and very sharply into Kalal Yisrael, into the Beis HaMikdash. And, um, and, and, we're, and you don't know it's even happening until it's already happening. And... Um, in the world at large, as we said yesterday, Greek uh, philosophy and Greek chachma and mathematics, all this stuff in architecture, still at the right? They're considered the big, the big people who, who brought every, the, the world of paganism, right, before them. Now really, the truth is, the truth is, what, what were they coming for? When they were matal the Yetzirah of the it caused them not just for Klai Yisrael, 
the beginning of the second base Hamikdash. It was for the entire world. Avaydazara became shvacher. The, at that time, before that, everyone served Avaydazara. It was just Klai. So it was the whole world like that. The concept of the idea that there's only one God in the world that took off after Avaydazara, the Avaydazara was weakened, was destroyed, and Avaydazara in the whole world was weakened. And that's how you have afterwards. Uh, Christianity came after that, and all came after that. They came right in then because there always has to be a Zelu Umazeh. If there's a, a Yiddishkeit and Amuna, there's got to be something on the other side. So if we get rid of Avaydazara, you have to bring in Kfira. Kvira, that there's no God at all. It was, a, it, was, it was a not normal thing. Who didn't believe in a God? Everyone believed in gods before that. Maybe not our God, but they believed in gods. No one believed in that if you don't see it, it doesn't exist. Adarabba, they worshipped they worship all different types of stuff. But they came with this new Chiddush. That's a backward world. In the world we know from Hashem, the Pshat was Avayda Zara got weaker, but there still has to be a, a Yetzirah for something connected Amunah. So the Yetzirah of Kfira came to the world. And that was the Greeks brought to the world. So in the world, at large, they look at Avayda Avayd, Zara as backwards people. Anyone, even India, these places, we, we're all the Western society, civilization, things are all backwards. And we're the, uh, you know, the enlightened people that all came from them. But we come in Klaisa and we knew we know Ksham the Malchus Yavan Harisha'a. They were out yet to enlighten the world. It was Rishus. The Ramban says that Aristai Aristotle was Yoidea es Ribainoi Umishavan Limbai. He knew there was a Rabbin Shalilam, he believed in a Rabbin Shalilam, and it was Mishavan Limbai. Somewhere in Chomish, the Ramban writes this. In in, in Acharemus, maybe he writes this. He was a Yedea as Rebainim He knew about it, and that's, but this was their Ashkafa, and this is what they brought to the world. The rest of the world looks at them as Mamish, the father of the modern world. And we r- remind ourselves, Malchus Yavan Harisha. What we said yesterday by Shalashudas, Vechayshech Apnei Sahaim, Zumalchus Yavan. The rest of the world looks at them as the biggest R in the world, and we know it's the greatest Chayshech that they brought to the world. So that's Malchus Yavan Harisha. Alamcha Yisrael, Amcha Yisrael, Rabbi Shalom, we're the only nation that recognizes you. Amcha Yisrael, we're your nation. Lashkicham Tairasecha. They realized also that it's not enough just to make zeris against actions, against the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs are part of our, our amuna, but the source of everything is the Torah and the limud Torah. So they understood that the only way to get to us truly is lashkicham tayrasecha. That's the really they make zeris on mitzvahs as well. But they understood that the ikur zeris is not to learn Torah, and because they knew that if we don't, we always constantly are learning Torah and we remember the Torah, so then we're always going to. Exist the only way they could get to us is they get to our lifeline, to our neshama, lashkicham teirasecha. Ulahaviram mechuke ritzaynecha. What's chuke ritzaynecha? Chuke ritzaynecha, ritzaynecha is as follows. That the guy writes in Mishlei that um, a person doesn't like to do two things. Two things a person, nefesh adam, tigavatakats. He doesn't enjoy, he's disgusted. Um, the first thing is to do something that his seichel tells him that he should be doing the opposite. He thinks he should go one way if he has to do something else. So it's a very hard thing for him to do. And the second thing that a person doesn't like doing is if it takes physical strain or physical pain. Something that's hard physically. Also not kishmak to do. So the Pasuk in Mishle says, Shema Eitzah, meaning to say listen to the Eitz of the Torah even if you don't think that's the right thing to do. Shema you have to listen to the eights of the Torah, even if you don't think it's the right thing to do. 
Vikabel Musar, Musar means a lotion of Yisurim. Mashatisyasar boy. Even things that you think are painful, if this is the right thing to do, you should do a Pesimcha over Tuvlevov. That's how you're going to become a Chacham. If you do things that you just because, you know, you don't want to fast on Yom Kippur, it's painful, fast on Yom Kippur. It's much better for you. V'chahena, v'chahena. So, 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 um, so Chachmas Yivanis, and like we were saying before, that um, Aristai, here he brings it from the Gro. So maybe it's not the Ramban. Maybe I made a mistake. Maybe it's the Gro who said it. The Ramban just calls, the Ramban is the one who says that Aristoi, those who follow Aristotle and his people, don't believe in anything they can't see. Could be the Gain is the one who says he was Mechav and Limrei. I apologize for that mistake. But either way, if he was a Mayr B'Malcha Shamayim, so he realizes two things you have to stop Klai Yisrael from doing. There's Chukei and there's Ritzaynecha. Chukim are things we don't understand. Things we don't understand, but we do them anyways. We do them anyways, because that's what you're supposed to do. Then there's Ritzaynecha, that means to say, we do your will, even though our ruts and of our bodies, our taivas don't want to do it, it's hard for us to do physically, we still do that. That's who Kla Yisrael is. We do Chukim, meaning our Seichel doesn't understand it, but we do it anyway, and we do the Ratzon of Hashem, even if our Ratzon, meaning our Guf, our Taivas, our body, isn't so happy to do it. So Aristotle understood that's the key to get to Klai Yisrael. L'ashkicham teirasecha, and then ulahaviram mechukei ritzaynecha. Those two things that Shleim HaMelech was telling us that bring us to Chachmas HaTayra is to follow Eitzas HaTayra even though it's against our Ratzon, is to do, they were the exact opposite. They said, one second, if you don't understand it, you don't do it. Do what you understand to do. And if you don't understand, it doesn't even exist. What do you mean? It's hard on your body? It's physically taxing on your body? Adarab, that's what they were into. That was the whole thing. Sports and, and all these types of things. Everything was about the goof, strength in the goof. This is, you can do things that our, your goof doesn't like to do? No, that's not the way. Adarab, your Tivus, they were the most very decadent in, in, in the, what they did in those Colosseums. Crazy different things of, of such preachers and Nivala that they did all for Tivus Aguf. Right? So they understood that's the way to get to us. But you with your Rachamim, which means to say, even though we may not have been Roy for it, because we did have Eris. Why did we lose the Avoidah, the Beis Hamikdash? The Bach says because we were nisrashal b'Avoidah. We were a little lazy over the Avoidah. Wasn't so important to us, and so on and so forth. Nothing happens with Klai Yisrael in a vacuum. Nothing. Just no. You know, Reb Rev used to say if he met someone or so. I remember someone told him a certain person went off the derech. He says, "Why did you go off the derech?" He says, "Because I went to Hebrew school. Or I went to Talmud Torah, whatever it was, and I learned a crazy thing. Every time there's this evil guy." Parai, he wants to kill the Jews. This evil guy Haman, he wants to kill the Jews. Evil guy Nebuchadnezzar, everyone. Uh, Antiochus, he says, why do I want to be a part of people? Every, all these Rishayim, all they do is they try to get rid of us. What, what do I need this for? I'll go do what I want to do. He says, make a big mistake. These Rishayim don't do things on their own. Every one of those Rishayim were a punishment because we did something wrong. The Gemara Megillah says, why was there a of, of in the times of Purim? Why were they nischaivu? What do you mean? What, that's a given? Yeah, it's a given. There's a gzeira, that means there was an avera. That's the way it goes. And that's it. That's the way the world works. The Rishayim don't just do things. It starts with us. 
So one second, if it starts with us, so why is Hashem save us? No, Hashem, with your great Rachmanis, we may not even been deserving of it. You stood up to us with us Sarasam. That's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable um um a mida that Akadish Baruchu has that even though the only reason we did tshuva is because of the tsara. Still, HaKadosh Baruch Hu answers, the Mabit writes in Beis Alikim, that's a Chiddush Gadol. That person, if he wakes up on his own, is one thing. But if he only wakes up from the Tzara that Hashem gave him, so Hashem should also then go answer his Tfilas, you're too late. You know what I mean? How you push, you push, you push, you push. Okay, Mazel Tov. Now you're here after I hit you. No, the Rabbi Shalom, no. As long as we wake up. Even if it's Beis Sarasam, we were only Nisairer through the Tzara, Hashem says, no problem. If you're Nisairer, I'm here with you. So what does he do to, for us? Ravtas rivam, dantas dinam, nakamtas nikmasam. In every judgment, says the Grah and Yeshaya, there's three things. There is the tainus of the Balidin, there's the people, what their claims are of the plaintiff and the defendant. That's called the riv, that's the machloik, the, the argument. Then there's the psak din, the verdict from the dayanim, that's called din. And then there's the punishment for whoever's the one who's guilty, that's called nakama. So we say, Rabbi Nisham, we didn't do anything. Ravtas Rivam, you're the one who did the Tainas, the Riv, Dantas Dinam, you're the one who did the Din, Nakamtas Nikmasam. We have a hand in here at all. All three stages of every judgment, Rabbi Nisham, you did it all for us. We didn't have anything to fight against them. We couldn't tain against them. We had nothing. The Rabbi Nisham tainted for us. The Rabbi Nisham did the judgment, and the Rabbi Nisham brought the punishment. And the Yavanim. So those, that's the three different things that we give Shvach to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And then we go into describing what happened. Masar to Gibarim Biyad Chaloshim, Birabim Biyad Matim, Utsmeim Biyad Tarim, Shom Biyad Tzadikim, Vizayidim Biyad Oiskeir Seresecha. So first of all, we say two things over here. Gibarim Biyad Chaloshim and Rabim Biyad Matim. So number one, they were the Rabim. Rabim, they were much more than us. We were Matim. Number two, they were Gibarim and we were Chaloshim. We mentioned this last week in the Tefilas Chanashir that the, um, the Targum on the Pasuk, Keshes Gibarim Chatim, that the, the bow of the Gibarim you destroyed. Menichshalim Azru Chayil. So the, the uh, Targum says over there that was a Nevuah and the times of Chanukah. That the Keshes Gibarim, that's the the Yavanim Hakadosh Baruch Hu broke, and the base Chashmainoi, the Havi Chaloshim, that they were weak. That's Nichsholim are the Chaloshim. Hakadosh Baruch Hu did Nisim with us. So Tfilas Chana already talks about that we are Chaloshim, and we mentioned also that the going later on in Tfilas Chana. In a different pasuk that says kiloi bikayach yibarish, person doesn't win with power, says the guy. That's galus yavan, like it says gibarim biad chaloshim, gibarim biad chaloshim kiloi bikayach yigaver. You don't win with kayach. And ish, the guy says, is one person. That's rabim biad maatim. That's ish is a loshen ish prati. Ba'maat keachad nechshavu. We're considered nechshalim. The I'm sorry, the kiloi bikayach yigbar, and then the ish is talking about. Klai Yisrael being the Rabbim, the Miatim. 
And he says a pasuk. The pasuk in Zechariah says, "Vayrarti banayich tzion, abanayich yavan." Shem says, "I'm going to awaken. I'm going to be ma'irer banayich tzion. You klal Yisrael over the children of Yavam besamtich kacherev gibar." The Radak over there says, "I'm going to give them kayach and gvura. They're really chaloshim, but besamtich kacherev gibar. I'm going to give those." And I'm going to give them the Gvura to be able to stand up against, against Yavan. The Medrash tells us that in Malchus Yavan, everyone ran away from them except for Matisyo, Hakayin Uvanov, Amdu Baruch Hu. And because of that, all of the troops, thousands and thousands of troops of Yavan ran away and eventually were killed. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu said another nevuah, numerous nevuahs about this. Yoyal, it says, Katu itchem lecharavos. means you should take the, um, itchem is, um, is like shovels. You should turn them into to swords, to, to a cherev. Umizmroiseichem, and those are the little, uh, little knives used to, um, to harvest grapes. Turn them into ramachim, you turn them into spears. The weak one will say giborani. That's talking about the chashmanoim. The chashmanoim didn't have weapons. Why didn't chashmanoim have any weapons? Everyone, everyone, every other shaved in Klai Yisrael fought wars for the history of Klai Yisrael. So if they need to fight a war, they went to their, you know, their living room and they had a big sword on the mantle there, Zaydi's sword that he killed out, uh, you know, Malchei Canaan with, you know what I mean? Or whatever it was. But Shevi Levi doesn't go to war. Shevi Levi doesn't, Ramam says, Shevi Levi doesn't go out to war. Shevi Levi has no swords be Yerusha in their family. So Shevi Levi, the Chashmainoim, they have to go fight Yavan. What do they use? They don't have anything to fight. So the Navi Yoel says, no problem. Take your shovel, turn it into a sword. Take your uh, little uh, harvesting thing, whatever it was, knife, turn it into a spear. We're going to fight. You hear what's going on? We're going to fight the Chaloshim, the Ma'atim, and we're coming like, you know, with the... Uh, it was like when Poland tried to defend themselves against the Nazis with horses, when they're coming with tanks and, 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 and planes, and they're coming on their horses and, and muskets. It's, it's not, no, but that's the way it is. If the Rabbanisham wants in the wind, Ha'cholosh Yaymer Giborani. The Cholosh is going to say Giborani. Ha'cholosh is going to say Giborani. So this is the Rabbanisham, again, Masarati Giborim Biyad Choloshim Birabim Biyad Matim. And I have to remember that this really was a kiyam of a nevuah. This was an kiyam of a promise that Hashem made to Aaron HaKoyim. Baloyzches Haneiros. Aaron HaKoyim felt bad that he wasn't a chalik in the Chanukah Sabayis. So Hashem told him, you have the Neiris. The Neiris only lasts as long as the Beis HaMikdosh. So the Ramban says, he found in a Medjish called Yilam Deinu. The Medjish says, referring to Chanukah, the Neis of Chanukah had to be done through the Kayanim. We say in Haneris Halalu, Hayidei Kayanecha Hakidoshim. Every word in Haneris Halalu, if you look in the in the in Halach in the Magen Avram, there's 36 words. It's very meduktuk. There's a Shiloh in certain gears of the words. You have to always make sure there's the right amount. There's an exact amount of words. Sayidei Kayanecha Hakidoshim. Why is Sayidei Kayanecha Hakidoshim? Because we're giving Shvach to Hashem that He's a Geyser Umekayim. That Hashem promised hundreds of years earlier to Aaron Akayin that the, the, the Yeshua is going to come through your children. That's a shvach to Hashem. We're thanking Him for that promise that He fulfilled hundreds of years before. The Gemara in Saitis is a Maradika thing. The Gemara says, Yechanan Kayin Gadol went into the Kaydish Akadoshin on Yom Kippur. And he heard a Baskal say, Nitzchu Talia, that the children have won. What's that referring to? 
So Rashi says, now I don't, I'll be honest with you, if you look at the Marsha, exactly what point in history this story happened, you look at the Marsha, he tries to figure it out. Rev Revda always used to say that this was the first Yom Kippur after the story of Hanukkah. It was the first Yom Kippur after the story of Hanukkah. They hadn't done the Avoid in the Beis Hamikdash in years. It was the first Yom Kippur. The problem was the war with Yavon went on for a long time. Right? We even got back to Beis Hamikdash. They were still fighting Yavon. There were packets of Yavon being fought. So the Gemara says that these, these children, and we'll see in a moment who they were, had gone up to Antuchia. Antuchia is in north of Eretz Yisrael, northern border of Eretz Yisrael, before you get into Syria, over there in that neighborhood. And that's because Yavan really wasn't only Greek, it was really Syrian, uh, Syrian Greeks. So it was really, it was really, it was the, that's where, who they really were. And um, it seems that they were still fighting wars up there. So we have a problem. We want to do the Avoid and the Beis Hamikdash. we need the Kehanim. But who's going to fight against the Yavanim? So no problem. Send anybody. You can't send anybody. Only Kehanim. The Haftach of Hashem is through the Kehanim. Says Rashi, they sent the Pirchei Kehuna, the kids, B'nei Beis Chashmainoi, the children of that home, L'ilachim im Yavanim l'fnei Yom HaKippurim, to fight with the Yavanim before Yom Kippur. Why? Because they had to fight. And Yoichanan Kayin Gadol, in the Beis Hamikdash, in the Kedush Hakadosh, in Yom Kippur, got a text message from the Rabbi Nishalai Lam that they won. How's it? It's hundreds of miles away. They won, but why did they send the Pirchei Kahuna? Why? Because it has to be the Kehanim. So not only you have Chaloshim Maatim, they sent the kids to fight the war against the Syrian army. No problem. That's the from Hashem. Hashem's going to take care of it. It's Pirchei Kahuna Keneged Malchus Yavan. That's the Shvach. Of Rabbim biyad miatim and Giborim biyad chaloshim, and again we find the parshas v'zayis habracha baruch Hashem cheloi mechatz masnaim kama v'misanav min yekumun was the pasuk for Levi again Chazal are bothered you're giving a bracha for Levi that he should win wars Levi doesn't fight wars who are we talking about Rashi says Moshe Rabbeinu understood that asidim over there Rashi says chashmainoi uvanav. How many were there at that first war? Yudbeis b'nei chashmainai ve'elazar. So Shaila and the Gears is over there if Elazar is one of the twelve or he's thirteen. Rebbe Rebbe always says, we'll give him, we'll, 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 it's okay, we'll let it be thirteen, no problem. Thirteen against tens of, Keneged, Kamaravavis, tens of thousands. That was already, Rash, that was already, Moshe Rabbeinu gave that bracha, and there's all different types of midrashim. Moshe Yavan is the third galos. Levi is the third shevet. Oisiav Mishulashim, Yavan has three letters. Levi has three letters. A lot of rumazim in the in the in the in the in why Yavan and Levi come against each other. But the Medrash ends off and says, okay, but how do they win? So again, so you have here, and this is all here to tell us the Oymekhanes. Again, remember we just said in the beginning, this was the Iker Takana of Hanukkah. Halel v'haydah. It's not a davening dikadin to say alanisim like on Purim or Yalav Yavoy. Chazal were misak in the Yantav of Hanukkah with Halel. The Alanisim is the Megillah of Hanukkah, which tells us what happened. We should never forget. So each one of these, we have to think about the nays of what exactly what was going on. Rav said that all these miracles, all these Muhammad, all the wars, 
the Klai Yisrael fought, and especially with Yavon, were all a Maila Minateva, as we know. He says, so therefore, which Yavoni fell in the hand of which Jew was also Ashkacha Pratis. It wasn't random. Why? Each one dependent, depended on the Madrega of the Jew. What type of nace is he roi for? What type of nace is he roi for? Is he roi to overcome a weak Yavani? A middle-sized Yavani? A general Yavani? Who, it's not random here. There were Shaduchim here. Which Jew gets to kill out which Yavani was not random, says Reb Chatzko. So Zakt, so Reb the wants to tie that's the Pshat. Tzmeim. There's one type of Yavani. He's not such a bad guy. He's just a Yavani. He's a Tame. So who does he, who, in whose hand does he fall? You don't need such a big Yid for him. Tyrim, A regular Yid. Tzmeim biyad Tyrim. Oh, then there's the Rishayim. There's Yavanim that are Rishayim. Uh, a tar can't beat a Russia, but a tzaddik can beat a Russia. He's a higher madrega because he's a bigger madrega of riches. Zaydim, they're the worst. They're mamish out to get everything. That you need That's the third madrega. So when we describe who these were, because <coughs> here we're talking about not just on a general level. Here he's saying we're going into the Pratiyas, the individuals. Tmeim fell in the hands of Tahirim. What Ashkacha Pratis? Rishoim biyatzadikim vizaydim biyadois keisterasecha. Each one was dependent on their madrega. We also talked about this in Tfilis Chanashir a few weeks ago, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did two things, Gadol and Kadosh. Gadol is referring to the Taivais Hashem does for us, Kaddish is the nikama, the punishment that he gives to the Goyim. Two things went on. Where you did a shame Gadol, there were unbelievable Taivas and Chesed, and then there was also Kaddish, the way that you not only saved us, you punished the Yavanim. But where is this? And this is one of the key word, main words here. Bi'oilamecha. What was Yavanim? Yavanim said, there's no Rabbanishalaylam. There's a Tava, there's a Oilam, there's a world. We say no, Mecha. Your world, the Rabbi Nishlam. None of this happens in a Teva Dika world. No Rabbi Miyad Matim, no Zaydim Biyad Tameim Biyad Tahirim. None of this happens in Teva. You know whose world this happens in? Be'oilam Mecha. In your world, Rabbi Nishlam. The world where you're the Balabas. That's the exact opposite of what Yavan came along for. Right away, now that there's Yeshua, we did Tshuva, what are we called? Banecha. person does Tshuva, it's right away called a Banim Ta'akadosh Baruch Takes us right back in with the love of a father for a son. And he brings us right back into the Kaish HaKadoshim. Once we did Tshuva, the Rabbi Hashem brings Yeshua right back in. We cleared out all the garbage, all the Yavayi that they had there. And then they had to go be metahir everything. They had to go be metahir everything. The one thing they couldn't figure out how to be metahir, Chazal tells us, was the Mizbeach. The Mizbeach they couldn't figure out what to do with. Chazal say they were Gainazit. They put away the Mizbeach and they built a new Mizbeach. In Shasant, Rabbi Shalem Arbach says, one of the reasons, why is there a minute to eat uh, donuts? On, uh, on, on Hanukkah. I just saw someone put out a Sefer, 400 paid Sefer on eating donuts on Hanukkah. <laughs> I don't know if you have time to go through that Sefer. Next that you should, you should. Uh, next Sunday, <laughs> next Sunday. <laughs> well, if you re- by the time you read through the whole Sefer, you haven't eaten a donut, you're safe. You know what I mean? How can donuts sponsor the Sefer? I don't know. So why do you eat donuts? So normal, it's because it's fried in oil, right? Real donuts are fried in oil. That's really where it comes from. Sufganiyot, that's where it's from. 
Rishon Zalman says a different word. Rishon Zalman says that we know when you eat cake, if you eat enough, it's pasta baba kisnin. So you make a bazinus, it's a snack. If you eat enough of it, and you make a suit out of it, you have to wash and bench. Right? Donuts are fried. So even though it's a, it's a blila of it's a thick dough, but if it's deep fried in oil, it's called bishol. So as much as you eat, you always make alamichya. When the difference between benching and alamichya in rachem, al-mizbechecho, or yishlai mirecha, the one difference is that in... Um, in, I'm sorry, in, 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 in Alamichi we say, Va'al Mizbechecha, Va'aleichalecha. In Benching we don't mention the Mizbech. Talks about the Beis Hamikdash, talks about Siyan, doesn't say Mizbechecha. So Chazal. No, that's on Shabbos. Shabbos? Yeah, that's what it says. I think so. In Rachem? I think so they wanted a zikaron that the mizbeach, original mizbeach, they couldn't restore. So they said, you have to eat something that as much as you're going to eat, you're always going to still have to make alamichya and say va'al mizbechecha to remember that mizbeach. So that's bechlal, also another takana of Hanukkah to remember. So v'tiyaru asmiktashecha. What? Yeah, okay, but that's, I'm telling you what, the, that's, well, that's a shtickle from Shlomo Zalman. So that's a v'tiyaras mikdashecha, that's a mimitar the base hamikdash, v'liku neiris bechatzis kashecha. And they lit the neiris, we're not going to go into chatzis kashecha, the shiurim from last year about the neiris weren't in the chatzar, we talked about this in one of the Hanukkah shiurim last year. Um, but the iliku neiris, and we have to remember there were really three nisim that went, around, went on with the pach shemen. These, what happened? The first thing is, the Medjish tells us that Antiochus gave a, 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 a decree and uh, to all of his troops, when you get into the base HaMikdash, destroy every Pach Shemen that you could find. The Shemen is the Menorah. You hear it already. These are people who don't believe in, uh, in, 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 in anything not Teva. But they believe that we have a Menorah that gives us Torah, and if he gets his Matama that, he's okay, right? So, he made, so they were, again, the Giboyrim, which had, they had an agenda to find every Pach Shemen and destroy it and be metamit. So nace number one is that they, did, they didn't find the Pach Shemen. They were looking for it and they didn't find it. Nace number two is then the Chashmanoim who are Ma'atim, right? And they were exhausted. You have to remember also, why were they Chaloshim? We mentioned this... Uh, we mentioned this yesterday in the, in the, in the Drasha. They were chaloshim. They didn't have a lot to eat over the years. Now really, kahanim are really strong people. You know, if you have to work in the base of Megdash, schlep these slabs of meat and you gotta, and you gotta do, be busy with these big animals, big oxen and sheep. They, 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 they were running around a lot. You know, they weren't biteva. They weren't weak people. They got a lot of exercise for themselves. But there was no avoid anymore. We mentioned yesterday they only ate milchiks. They shechted, slaughtered all their animals. They didn't have fresh milk. They didn't have fresh meat. They turned into chaloshim. They were high in caves, they didn't have vitamin D, sunlight, you know, they, 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 they became weak people. So these exhausted, tired Hashemayim, they come into the base Hamikdash, and immediately they find the one Pach Shemen that the Rabbim of Yavanim who were looking for the destroy couldn't find. So that's nice number two, is that they found the Pach Shemen. Now each of these Nisim, a person could say, no, what's the big deal? 
Alright, it was a coincidence, they didn't find it, he did find it. So Rabbanisham had to make a third nace. What did you need the nace of the Pach Shemen for? If you already have the first two nisim, why could Hashem make it that they didn't find eight Pach Shemens? And we found all eight of them and finished. The answer is because people, maybe not then, later on would say, okay, so they missed a couple. No, 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 no. The Rabbanisham took that one Pach Shemen and made the nace of Hanukkah that it lit for eight days to show them that all the other two, the two other nisim before were also nisim. The fact that you found it, the fact they didn't found it, this this is Megala that this whole Pach Shemen is nace from beginning to end. Not just it's the staying lit, its existence is a nace that the Yavanim didn't find it and we Taka did find it. And that's all in Viliku Neres Bechatzis Kachecha. That's the Rabbi Nishalom showed us that once we did Tshuva, not only is it that we're going to win over the Yavanim in a Derech Neis, our existence now continues B'Derech Neis. The Pach Shemen, the Avoidah, the Avoidah that you were Nisrashel in, you were weakened and you lost it, but now that you went to be Maisa Nefesh, you're going to get it back and you're going to get it back with the miracles that come along with it. And the Gemara was Halal and Haidah. But Chazal put Haidah first, according to Rashi, it's very Gishmak, because this is it. We're saying the Alanisim now, according to Rashi, means that means to say Alanisim. Purim is not like that. Purim was a day of Simcha Mishnah. In Davening, there's a halacha, you say Alanisim. Chanukah, the Kviyas Yandav. Fi Rashi, this line is beautiful. Fi the Ramam, it's not so Gishmak, as we said. Meaning to say Alanisim, that's our Megillah, and of course to say Halal. Shimcha Hagadol to your great name. As we mentioned, don't say Gadol Vikadosh, right? Because we mentioned in the Tvils Chanashem, we mentioned from the guide and we mentioned from the from the Meshachachma that our our celebrations is not the Nekama on the Goyim. Our celebration is that we received the Taiva from Hashem. So even though Hashem did a Gadol Vikadosh, as we said, you did something, you saved us and punished them, but the Yontiv is made, Lashimcha Hagadol. Because of the tevis that we received, and why do we give shvach vaydah? Because why do we? we we're not uh, souls Now we don't fight wars. That's not that's not our thing to go conquer. Our thing is if people start up with us, then we have to fight back. That's why Hanukkah is chanu chaf hey, right? That means they won the war today and chaf dalit. When do you make Independence Day? When the day you win the war, right? Victory, V-E Day, V-E, whatever it is, right? The Victory Day, that's the day you won. So how come Hanukkah doesn't start today? The day of the victory. It starts tomorrow because tomorrow when we woke up in the morning on Chav we didn't have to go out to war. You make a Yontif the day you could sleep in late? That's not the Yontif. The answer is we don't fight wars the, for the goal of fighting wars. That's not the end. It's a means to get us back. People who don't let us serve Hashem, we want to serve Hashem. The only way we could do it is if we have to go through the war. So tomorrow on Chav when they got up in the morning and they were able to serve Hashem with no one bothering them, that was the day of the Yontif. So it's not about the Kadosh. Of course we give but the Yantif, the Kavu, the Yantif was the Shimcha Agaldu for the Taivas we received. Now we're able to serve the Rabbi Shlalom without them bothering us anymore. We're able to come back to the Avoidah and the Beis HaMikdush. And that's what the Yantif of Chanukah is all about, is a Chizuk in 
believing in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes care of us, we do Averis, we do Tshuva, He takes care of us, and with that, we're Kaveh, the Shmoinis, Mechanaka, Elu, Lohaidus, Ulahala, Lashimcha, Gadol, Mishetaka, Bizoicha, to be Messiah, from this unbelievable Tefillah, this is the Megillah itself, the Chazal, we're Kaveh, Chanukah, this is the Megillah, as we say it over the next eight days, and say it a few times a day, and you say it in, 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 uh, in benching as well, this is the con- continuously saying the Megillah. If we think about the words, it's an unbelievable for us, and we should talk about that we should see Nisim, Kasherasa, just like the Rebbe did by Yomim Mohaim, Bazman Hazel. Amen.